All human thought, all science, all religion is the holding of a camera to the light of the universe. Because we see to get the stars, or to be chosen them because we are human, this pointless reading. Do the stars were right, they could plunge from worlds, worlds, stars. But when the stars were wrong, they could not live. But although they no longer lived, they would never really die. When the universe is vast and inexplicable, and you are weak and insignificant, then you know you're playing Call of Cthulhu. This is an actual play of Call of Cthulhu 7th edition, featuring adult themes and horror. Listener discretion is advised. Find our published scenarios at starsareright.com or contact us for help unleashing your own twisted tales upon an unsuspecting world. And now, settle in, dear listener. Intrigue, high adventure, and cosmic horror await when the stars are right. Hello and welcome listeners to episode 2 of our campaign based on the setting book Berlin the Wicked City, written by David Larkins with Mike Mason and Lynn Hardy and published by Chaosium. We're currently playing another very special prelude. Who are you playing and how are you today, Brayden? Brayden, 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 playing Sedina <laughs> Andrasov and uh, I'm ready to be hurled into Berlin. <laughs> <laughs> how? I'm playing Moritz Baum, and I still feel like I'm going to sneeze any second. <laughs> it's coming. Well, wait for it, listeners. And I'm Fedra, your keeper for the day, and I bet this one will be a killer. You'll get it later. <laughs> okay. Jilly, uh, tell us what happened last time. It's 1921 in Weimarira, Berlin, and Andreas is walking through the city's largest park at dusk when he almost walks into someone. With barely time to react as the man stumbles and Andreas has to bear his weight, feeling the sudden pain of something jabbing into his arm as he does so. With horror, he realises the protrusion is a bone from the man's ribcage. Another man, Max, also sees this and together they find a vial of a black, sticky substance on the man's body labelled Lau, right before a policeman approaches whom Max swiftly charms. Andreas offers to buy his new acquaintance a drink and Max suggests they go to his club. Club Maximal. A few drinks to calm their nerves and some discussion about what they each know about Lau, the new street drug that seems to be growing in popularity. It's been stealing customers from Andreas's pharmaceutical business and Max has heard from his alcohol supplier, Conrad Mann, that it gives the user visions of prehistoric times. They decide to call Conrad to take him up on an earlier invitation to a party where this drug will be in use. At the party, and unable to learn anything, they both decide to take a dose. Andreas observes hunter-gatherer prehistoric humans making cave drawings and wakes up feeling he's had a life-changing experience. We can paint the city with drugs, colours and music, but ultimately we're just cavemen, throwing dyes at a wall, trying to leave our mark on the world. For Max, though, stars under yellow skies, angles of time and space, something circling him black liquid dripping from it. It has seen him. It knows him. As everyone else filters out, eventually only Andreas and an unconscious Max are left in the building. Eventually, Max wakes up and they head back to the club, where Max turns on every light and refuses to sleep. 
Andreas, however, has a strange and vivid dream where he sees a mysterious, Slavic-looking girl. They fulfil their promise to Officer Valdan and go to the police station where they complete their interview, finding out this is the fourth body found, but fortunately this seems to be the end of Lau in Berlin. For Max and Andreas, their troubling shared experience has forged a connection that would usually take years to develop. Let's get right into it. It is August 1921, 10 months before the first scenario in the book starts. This is a prelude for the other two investigators of ours. It is evening. Seydina and Moritz, uh, you are at the Friedrichshain, the district of the city running parallel to the Spree, east of the Alex. Uh, it is one of the poorest and most run-down districts of Berlin. Making it to the Andreasplatz, uh, a busy little square, you know that the people you're looking for are here. The square is strewn with litter and pigeons. A blind veteran, missing his left arm, sits on a bench, shaking a tin cup for spare change. Prostitutes wait to be picked up, some looking healthier than others, some having brought their children along. After everything that's happened to you, you have made it your mission to try and help those less fortunate than you in whatever way you can. You bring some food, medicine and anything else you can afford to give and make any difference you can. Sadie, you are covered in a thick cloak. Even though it's hot, you can't afford to be recognized. There's too much at stake. You can't be seen from afar and you only show your face to those you truly trust. Tonight should be like any other night. But it's not. This night, you both see it. A man, in his late 50s, beady-eyed and healthy-looking with a red face and a thick moustache, escorting a short, red-haired girl with pale skin, wearing a shoddy blue dress, into an alley. What it? I stop dead and um, clap a dainty hand on Sadie's shoulder and point with the other. Sadie, I... did you... did you see that girl? Sadie nods slowly. Um, you can feel her shoulder trembling a little underneath your hand. She, she had red hair, yes? I wasn't... I wasn't dreaming. Yes, uh, she did. I'm... I'm more concerned about the man she was with. Did you know him? I swear, I've seen... I've never met the girl, but... I, I had the strangest dream, Sadie. I saw her in a dream. What? Uh, tell me more. What, what did you see? It wasn't like my usual dreams, let me tell you, my dear. I woke up next to her. She was, you know, a working girl. She, she, I mean, she looked like you've seen her. She's just walked into that alley. She's just straight out of my head. I saw her in the night. I had been sleeping with her. And then I woke up, she was there, smoking by my window, and I was not... I was not myself, I... Heavens, I was all... I was all flabby, I had these veins everywhere, it made me want to reach for my powder, terrible. But, oh god, I might have been that man there. I was definitely older. Do you remember, Moritz, when you... you helped me disappear? How could I forget? That man, I... I... I am sure it's him, it's, it's the same man. You're joking. Sadie, get get back, no. get out of the light. We can't let him see you. Heaven knows what he's going to do with her. If... Of what he has been doing him. Should we... It's not the right 
uh, a place to do it, but should we call the police or? Oh, that is, that is quite the dilemma. Sadie, you know, I never, I never pressed you on this point. When you had to, when you came and you were in a, in a frightful state, you and Gerda both, we, we had to get you somewhere safe, of course, and, and I never asked you why exactly. I, I know all sorts of things can happen, but this man, you're telling me how, Sadie, just how bad are we talking here? That man nearly killed me. He, he beat me. He, he, he cut me with a knife. My God. <sighs> and she's just a little slip of a thing. Younger than Gerda by far. But we, we got to do something. Sadie, I don't think the police are going to take us seriously. If we call them here and say that we've seen a man take a girl into an alley, they're going to laugh. And they're going to pick up another one of these young women and find an alley of their own. They're useless. That man would do the exact same thing, but heavens knows what's going to happen to the girls. Alright, well... God, I wish we had some friends with us. I, I have nothing. I have not even a knife. Nothing. I... We're going to have to... We're going to have to startle them. We're going to have to interrupt this rendezvous. We just need to make things, um... We just need to make things unpleasant enough for him that he, uh, you know, loses his, uh, loses the mood, and, uh, and we may have to get out of there in a hurry. We'll take the girl if we can, but we, we, if he's that dangerous, we, we really have to be careful here. If we look around now, Keeper, um, there's nothing immediately that we'd be able to grab as, like, a improvised weapon of some kind, like a walking stick or... A handy knife shop. <laughs> <laughs> My how uh, convenient and still open at this hour. <laughs> and there's a sale on. <laughs> well, isn't it just a perfect time to get some luck scores? <laughs> yeah, oh no. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Do you have luck? Do we have uh, luck? I haven't r rolled it yet. Well, now's nope. the time. Let's go. 3d6 times 5. Don't fail me now, d6s. Oh my god, you failed me now, D6s. <laughs> That's a one, a two, and a three. That's a six. Oh my lord. Yeah, That's so a 30 starting luck. That is a 30 starting luck. Enjoy. <laughs> well, I guess you're the party luck, aren't you? Well, I'm no. <laughs> I rolled 55. Okay, that's, that's respectable. Okay, so I'll just duck into an alley so that you can roll group luck by yourself. <laughs> yeah. Does that mean I have to roll? Uh, You're the group luck. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Enjoy. Oh my god, that's a 37. We were so close. <sighs> okay, I'm gonna be nice and I'm gonna say there is a cane that you can grab. <laughs> From an old man. <laughs> From an old veteran who's missing a leg. Oh my god. And an eye. <laughs> and all of his teeth. Is he seated? I guess so, in in a corner begging for money. Okay. Bitter, bitter. I'm going to slowly approach and I'll pull out some money from my uh, pockets, I guess, underneath the cloak that I'm wearing. Uh, I might pull out like $2 and I'll uh, lean down to him, kneel next to him and say, um, I'm sorry, sir, uh, would I be able to borrow your cane just for two seconds? Charm roll? 
Okay, which I have none of. You're making a meal of this mugging. I thought we were just going to grab it and go. <laughs> well, he's trying to be nice. Can I give a bonus dive or also attempt to charm offensive? Because I was going to give him the last of the food I've been handing out. You can have a bonus dive for giving the money and the food, yes. Okay. Uh, no. I'm five off, though. I'll spend five points of luck. I mean, I've oh only just God. gotten this luck, so I may as well... You know, I'm not... I'm not attached to it yet, so I'll, I'll spend five points it's of luck. Prelude. We are the most ineffective yes. but kind-hearted <laughs> party ever. <laughs> like this is the easiest person to mug in the history of mugging Mexicans. That is uh, an intense exchange. Five luck for a for a cane you can grab and oh go. My God. <laughs> I stand by it entirely. It's going to do so little damage as well. <laughs> it is one d four. Got a minus one damage bonus. I don't know about you. <laughs> oh no, I probably do as well. Let me see. Uh, no, I'm I'm at flat zero. Amazing, Just. you're a better fighter than I am. He says, "Okay, you can have it, but please bring it back. It was my father's. He died in the war, in the previous war. Um, <laughs> I don't know how old ah, he is. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> some war a while ago." <laughs> <laughs> Sir, we don't have time. <laughs> Let me tell you about my father. <laughs> you can tell us the war stories when we come back. Keep this breath first. He just starts speaking off into the distance, and I'll say, I'll bring it back soon. I give him a kiss on the cheek and then stand up, and <laughs> we'll uh, walk back over to Moritz. He probably, like, touches your leg as you walk away. That sounds like like what they would do. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm assuming Sadie's probably used to that, so um, she'll just she other things in her mind, hastily in her mind. make her way to Moritz, yeah. Well, it's better than nothing. Uh, yeah, you take it. Ah, thank you. I, uh, do you think it goes with my outfit? Don't answer that. Let's go. <laughs> well, it has this green octopus. No, <laughs> Finally! <laughs> It's a different uh, playthrough. Oh, that is such an old callback. That's like episode three of Children of Fear. (laughs) Who knows? Okay, well, we head into the alley, but stealthily, right? Because I don't know if they were heading for a building or just literally for the alley. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Uh, Stealth rolls from everyone. Lovely. Oh, fail. (laughs) God damn it, that's a 97. Not a fumble. Wait. Not a fumble. Okay, have, not a fumble. I have 65 stealth. Oh, wow. I'm actually pretty good oh, at this. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I have, I have 40 stealth. What the heck? We both failed. As you walk <laughs> into the alley, say, do you get a coughing fit? <laughs> that checks out. <laughs> just uh, as, you, as you make that corner, you just attract so much attention to yourself, which horrifies you because the last thing you want is for him to see you before you see him. So you probably pee mm. yourself a little bit as well. <laughs> yeah. And then you look ahead and there's no one in the alley. They must have moved further down. Don, <sighs> where, where have they gone? <laughs> Here, um, I have 40 in track, so I'm going to start looking for, I don't know, is <laughs> What drops out I of a 50-year-old man as he walks? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look for dandruff. Is there like, 
Is there like a quest marker on the ground or something you can follow? <laughs> well, we can start by looking for doors, right? Or fire escapes. This doesn't. This yeah. isn't like a locked room mystery yet. <laughs> no, it's not um, a dead end alley. Okay. It leads further down. Like, uh, are there any doors or fire escapes, or is it literally like they've walked? Not this alley. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. So they could have gone anywhere from there. Does this happen to be the same location where I originally had an interaction with this man? That was, I guess, at your work, so no. Okay. Give me a hard track success to see if you can get anything out of this. Okay. I'm sniffing the air for <laughs> 50-year-old gentleman's Oh, scent. yeah. That's, that's going to be very specific. <laughs> You'd be very accustomed to it, though. Ah, uh, I failed. Uh, would you would you like to push by um, oh, wow. licking the wall on your way? Oh wow! Let's no. just walk to the end of this alley, right? Like how far could they have gone? Sadie has twenty con. I think <laughs> licking the wall would literally kill her. Oh my god! It can't be worse than. Don't it. do that. <laughs> I guess we're just gonna have to try willy nilly, aren't we? I I can't find any any sign of where he's gone. We're just gonna have to try and look for him. Sadie, get a hold of yourself. I hand you a beautiful embroidered handkerchief for your coughing. What are you talking about? They've clearly just walked down this alley. Shh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm not myself. It's okay. This this must be terrible for you. You're you're hundred uh, percent certain it was him. I I could I could tell. I know it's him. I'd never forget his beady eyes and his red face. God. His moustache covering those yellow teeth. <laughs> it sounds like quite the catch. Well, then we, we proceed down the alley, I guess. Okay. I have a very important question for you. First of all, are you trying to be stealthy again? Well, yeah. But you failed your roll. Do you want to try and roll again? <laughs> yes. <laughs> With renewed yeah, enthusiasm. <laughs> Oh, 100%. <laughs> That's more like it. That is an 11 under 65. We're talking extreme success. Okay. That's very good. I rolled a 93. Take that. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> the coughing fit continues. <laughs> yeah. And then, do you look left or right? Uh, left first always, right? Sure, why not? It's good to have a system. That'll get us through this maze. That was the wrong answer. Damn it. You ah, could have good. said, I look left and I look right, but you didn't. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> You're two uh, people. Two um, Shoot. We're not that coordinated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a coughing fit for growing out loud. Again. Like, <laughs> we do that? I'm looking straight down at the ground. <laughs> you know what? Actually, left was the correct choice. Was it? You're just messing with us? Okay. I love it. We do that thing from Scooby-Doo where they like dunk, 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 stick their heads out around the corner, one above the other, except we coordinate it poorly and we both go for the same height <laughs> and we just bonk heads. Okay, so Romy spot hiddens. Mm. Okay. Oh my gosh, I don't have any spot hidden. Oh no. Well, who needs eyes? Still coughing. <laughs> I rolled a 52 over 50. Um, I like the idea that you're an archer who can't see. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I shoot from very short distances. <laughs> Maybe your eyes have started to go a bit since your early days. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. So I fell by two. How's uh, Sadie doing? 
Uh, I failed by 24. Awesome. Okay. So you see someone enter an old and cheaply built apartment, but you don't know who for sure. You only saw a little shadow. Could be anyone. Great. Do we see nobody else on the streets? Well, there's people. Okay, but there's no sign of these people, but we see the shadow disappearing. Yeah. And that's in one direction. What's going on in the other direction? Is that just a, that's the panoramic view? That's what yeah, that's what your eye would... I mean, you looked left. That's what you were drawn to. Mm. Right, other things might have happened, who knows. <laughs> I like the idea that we, we only look one way and then we just fixate. <laughs> like, I yeah. saw a person and that's who I'm now hunting. People do that. Ah. Mm. Uh, I'm <laughs> never saving this poor girl. Moritz. Um, Sadie, <laughs> help. <laughs> that, that's that got to be him, right? Um, uh, it, it has to be. Well, I'm disinclined to turn my neck 90 degrees, so I suppose let's assume <laughs> that it is. <laughs> Wherever this man is, we, we have to stop him. No question. None. All right. I... I feel I can't sleep properly without knowing that he is uh, not a danger to Berlin anymore. I'm afraid I'm going to dream that I'm him again, doing whatever he's planning on doing tonight. Ah, oh, let's go. And we clickety-clack over the ground with the cane, walking in the direction of the shadow. <laughs> You're entering the apartment. It depends. Is the door still open? Uh, yeah, it's... Um... I don't, why, why would I do that? You're like, you make it inside, and I'm like, wait, do we? Like... Yeah, of course we do. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's actually an apartment complex, right? So the door is open. Ah, okay. We're through the like main door. Yeah. You walk through the echoing entryway, and the air smells of stale dishwater. A bank of post boxes shows a variety of names for each apartment. But there are no numbers on the doors, and all of the doors are closed. Sadie, do any of these mean anything to you? I'll gesture at the names. Nah, uh, I'll look through them. Can I cast my memory back and remember any any name whatsoever from that encounter with that man? He didn't give you a name. He didn't give me a name. Yeah, of course. Well, what do we do? Should we listen at doors? He was German. <laughs> that should narrow it down. <laughs> uh, look for a German name in Berlin. <laughs> uh, maybe we can knock on a door and ask if they know where he lives. We can say that we're his uh, children. Uh, friends, perhaps. Wait, I'm too old. Friends, <laughs> his <yes>. children. <laughs> And his great grandchildren. <laughs> You're both in your forties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right, of course. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Quick, start walking on your knees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put your shoes on your knees. <laughs> Just time. pretend to be kids. Please, sir. <laughs> Why don't you help me find my grandpappy? <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, no, that's a great idea. Let's do that. I, I whack my cane on the nearest door. Luck. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank God not me. <laughs> uh, 67. Absolutely not. No one answers. Can we listen to it? And hear if uh, 
hear if there's like anyone inside, if there's any ruckus noises. Mm-hmm. We're after sex noises or murder noises. <laughs> yeah. You choose. <laughs> Roll me listen. Okay. Mm-hmm. I also have bass in that. <laughs> oh, goodness. I can't wait to be playing with more party members so we can wrap up these skills <laughs> yeah. a bit. Unsurprisingly, I failed. I got a 35, which is actually a hard success for me. I've got a 75 listen. Yes. Okay. Musician, don't you know? You hear someone walking up the stairs. There seem to be apartments in more than one floor. Of course. Oh, right. Well, I lead us towards the stairs then. Do I hear one set of footsteps or two? Hard success, was it? It was. Hmm. Eight sets of <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is walking up and down the stairs. They're probably on all fours. Yeah. Must be a kink of his. <laughs> you hear two sets of footsteps going up the stairs. I whisper to Sadie. I think I hear them going upstairs this way. Okay. Let's be quiet. And we are. Yeah, remarkably so. Mm-hmm. You should hear us. Oh wait, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> I might actually slip off my shoes. Just carry them in one hand. Okay. You know Sadie at this point. You're risking a lot. If he sees you before you see him, that might be very, very, very bad for you. Seeing that you've escaped mm. for now. But you're counting on the fact that he thinks you're dead. Yeah. But you're very bravely trying to save this girl. Yes. And... I won't blame you if you lag behind. We can send Moritz into the jaws of death. He's good for it. Yeah, I was thinking she'd definitely be behind you. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's why she gave you the cane. <laughs> awesome. You can take lead. <laughs> you can stay down here and call the police when I start screaming. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and with your hard success, Moritz, you realise that actually the footsteps are coming closer to you rather than further away. I, uh, I gently hold Sadie back with my cane hand so as to avoid using my shoe hand. You smack her with your cane <laughs> back down the stairs. <laughs> um, and then I, I nod upwards and then I mouth, coming closer. And then I'd start edging back down the stairs. <laughs> I grab him by the collars and then push him up against the wall. And then, I mean, I'm in quite a large coat, right? So I just kind of pop the collar up and then <laughs> I pretend to kiss him. Nice, nice, nice. So you're not looking behind you, is what I'm getting. <laughs> I mean, Moritz is on the wall, so his eyes can be casting about, but I'm hiding my face. You're, you're covering him with your hood, right? No, no, no. I'm covering my face with my hood. Okay. But he can see through your head. <laughs> Just a little bit to the side, maybe obscured view, like in yeah, one of the cheap like, theater seats. So you're going for the neck kiss rather than the face kiss. Full vampire bite. <laughs> maybe my head will be, you know, positioned off to the right. Hey, <laughs> <I, laughs> this works, I, in my mind at least. Okay. You two get up, I reckon this works. <laughs> Get out on the wall. <laughs> Let me find a cane and some shoes. Let I me find a big cloak. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. So, Moritz, I guess, you can see. And you see a man and a woman walking down the stairs. The man and the woman? No. Completely unrelated 
Okay, I sort of, my shoulders droop and the, the cane and the shoes which were like comically slapped up against the wall as I was like pressed here unexpectedly, just kind of like sag down it. Um, and then I, I push Sadie off politely. Well, down the stairs? What? No. <laughs> okay, sorry. I, I didn't realise all of this was taking place halfway up a staircase. <laughs> I thought we were on a landing at minimum. No, I... So you're... Just sort of disengage. You're now on the second floor, and the, the couple came from the third floor. Oh, okay. Oh. God. Okay, Sadie, that wasn't them. Are they walking past us? They're walking down the stairs, yeah. I'll say... Hello, uh, whatever the German hello is. Uh, <laughs> I think it's literally hello. <laughs> hello. Oh, good. Hello. Uh, and I'll say in my uh, in German, my thirty-six points in German. I'll say, um, did you happen to see my friend walking up the stairs? Your friend. Beard, mustache. A little on the flabby side. Some veins. Your the the woman looks at you like eyebrows raised, suspicious. The man says, your friend is Grossman. Grossman? Rude. <laughs> but I won't tell him you said that. <laughs> Grossman. Uh, yes, yes, Grossman. Uh, Good old Grossi, as we like to call him. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> he invited us back to his apartment, but ran off while we were in the heat of uh, romance. <laughs> Uh, and you never told us which door it was, the silly Billy. Well, uh, it might not be a good time for you to go see your friend. He's uh, busy, clearly. Oh, we know. We're invited. You are. He always brings girls. What? Well, look, I have one of my own. <laughs> Who are you to judge? Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, Grossman is expanding his horizons. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well. Uh, so I didn't know his neighbors were so nosy. We just wanted an address. It just, it, it gets so loud. Ah, uh, I, I, I see. You're worried that with four of us, it will be twice as bad. Oh, I'm so <laughs> sorry. May I offer you a cigarette? Uh, Listen, we'll ask him to calm it down this evening, okay? I, your name's, uh... Fritz. This is Helga. <laughs> oh. Pleasure to meet you. <laughs> Pleasure, both. Helga with a Russian accent. Let's <laughs> not think about that. <laughs> well, take care. We will. Once you tell us which door we're going to, <laughs> did they tell us? <laughs> you want us to tell you the door where your friend lives? It's our first time back to his place. We just told you. He ran off while we were, you know, getting the party started. I'm sorry. We're, we're not comfortable with this. Hmm. We were just... Knock on every single door. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might annoy some people, but uh, you do you. I yeah, you probably can't miss it anyway. It's the weather screaming will be coming from soon. It moans, you ah. know, and, and all that. Sure. My eyebrows are definitely raised at the uh, casual screaming comment, but okay. Moritz, it's up further. I think it must be. If they're his neighbors, let's go. Yes. We'll be back when it's all done, hopefully. Can you believe these people live near that man, listen to what's going on, and don't do anything? Yes. Can I use another track roll to smell for 
The Gross screams. sausage man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'd like to listen for screams while you're sniffing. Yeah, listen You for want screams. a spot hidden sausage smell? <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. That's weird. <laughs> I uh, did succeed at listening. Mm, I failed again. Do you want to spend another five luck? Don't, don't. <laughs> no, no, I won't. I got a 58 under 75 for lessons, so... Eva, what do I hear? You... hear... Roll me luck. No! <laughs> Someone... You hear him in the ether. Roll me luck. Luck. <sighs> luck. That's an 81. One, one. Terrible failure. Okay, you hear really loud screams of pain. Or, as the Germans say, you hear Schmerzerschreier. Schmerzerschreier. I think. Something. <laughs> right. Sadie, Schmerzerschreier. I'd know them anywhere. Rob. Schmerzerschreier. That means screams of pain, so enjoy. enjoy. Oh, gosh. Okay. Yeah. Oh, there we go. <laughs> we, we book it in that direction. No, no, wait. Schmerzenschreire. Schreie. Schmer. Is there a second R? Schmerzenschreie. There's two R's. Oh god, this is gonna be the whole campaign, isn't it? <laughs> it's a big word. It means screams of pain. The scenario book says. Okay. Well, we sit down with the dictionary and figure it out, <laughs> and then when we're done. Yeah. So what do you do? You run. Yeah, to the, the screams. Okay. Towards the screen. You yeah. run towards the dimly lit hallway that, um, you know, smells less of uh, dishwater and more of sausage. Um, oh, God. And you see a man bent down in front of a door with his forehead against the door. Is it the man? You can't tell. He's very bent. Uh, excuse me. It seems you are on the... Uh daughter of our friend wait is it him screaming no okay just checking he gets so startled hearing you he turns to you he falls back he lets out a little yelp and then he says ah 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 helen helen it's rude to eavesdrop you say that as you walk closer and you see that he wasn't eavesdropping in fact there is a little eye hole on the door that it looks self-made uh, he says wow. now he helen he's doing it again call them now she says uh, what what are you talking about what is he doing uh okay uh, you're certain yes uh, i'm certain he says looking at you then she goes back in into her house across the street, across the, the hall. And she says, she, you hear her say, yes, police. What is he doing? Uh, we, we finally caught him. He's hurting a girl in there, but the police will come and they're going to rectify this. We, we thought this whole time he was bringing them back for, you know, pleasure. But turns out he's doing all kinds of terrible things and we are going to put a stop to this right now. But there's no time to lose, man. We're just calling the police right now. We have the evidence. It's, it's we're just calling the police. He's in there hurting her right now. There's no time. And well, he has knives. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> 
That is understandable, actually. <laughs> no, it, it does not matter. Mordred's opened the door. I will distract him. Oh my goodness. I attempt to give the kick a door at, uh, I'm going to try kicking the door at, you know, lock height, but I am a slight little thing, so it's not going to do much good. You want to roll strength? Oh. The police are on the way! Don't be heroes! Can I assist you with my 25 strength? <laughs> I don't know, that sounds like a penalty die to me. Between yeah, it does, <laughs> We have one person's strength combined. <laughs> If you could stop running your mouth, man, we could do something about this. And I, I am going to try and kick it with my 41 strength. I roll a 91, so I just... You kick the door. And we bound off of it like and a this ping pong ball. scream stop. I grab the... Uh, what was the fellow's name out the front? Max. Max. I grab Max by the collar, and I pull him in close, and I whisper to him, Get me a knife. Now. And I push him back towards the door that uh, the other lady went in. He runs back to his house. I give you like an action movie nod, you know, like, all right, we're doing this. And I, can I push my uh, kicking roll? Uh, yeah, you can. Cool. Don't break your leg. We'll find out. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Your knee inverts the wrong way. <laughs> Ouch. I have to, like, justify how I push it, so I guess, um... I mean, not holding back anymore yeah. is a way to do that with cool. strength. Yeah, I, I, I go for it. Maybe the I take... The door opens, right? As <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say... You fly I, inside. Yeah, I take a little bit of a flying leap, so there's potential for comedy, slash grave injury, slash both. Awesome, that's the number of the beast, that's a 66. I do not feel inclined to spend... 25 points of luck. Okay, so you use your leg and you fly forward, kicking the door. Yep. But instead of opening the door, you somehow managed to make a hole on the door and get all your leg wedged in where the peephole was. Oh, no. oh awesome. I just I'm through it. <laughs> yeah, the, the door is still locked and closed, but your leg is on the other side. Does your leg. I start yelling. <laughs> Polizei, we have you surrounded. <laughs> <laughs> Come out with your hands up. <laughs> Only don't open the door too sharply. <laughs> you start hearing sudden, painful, horrifying screams and hearing the gurgling of blood. Oh God! I, I try frantically to yank my leg out. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll try and assist as much as I physically can. This is so horrifying and just so stupid at the same time. We're just, we're useless <laughs> yeah, at this. Slapstick and terrifying murder. Why did they send the two weakest party members to try and combat this? <laughs> Who sent you? Rule. You did. I did. Your machinations. The party organization, yes. yes, yes. <laughs> Investigators Anonymous. <laughs> can I attempt to drag his foot back out of the door? You yeah, roll me strength. You can pick me up like a doll. Okay. My size is only 40. Yeah, hey, I failed every single roll so far, so let's see. Nope. That was very close <laughs> to a fumble for my 25 strength. So you're there, and you grab Moritz around the waist, and you start pulling him back, and they're screaming, and he's screaming, and you're screaming. <laughs> And everyone's screaming, and after you fight for a while, the police arrive. 
They get you unwedged and they enter the apartment to find the girl completely dead. Oh no. But managed to lock up the person responsible. Now, I want to know, Sadie, did he see you on his way out? Because you scream. Did you scream? Did he hear you? Probably. Probably. Roll me luck. Hey, hard success. My first success. You know what? He's <laughs> he's going through a lot. So he I'll say he hasn't noticed you. Okay. And he gets escorted out by the police, who are very grateful to the couple across the hallway for calling them and getting this in and uh, not to you for obstructing their investigation. <laughs> I, can I give a statement to one of the police officers who's there? Yeah. Since I have experience with this man as well. Yeah, there we go. You can yeah. give a statement to uh, Inspector Krieg, telling him everything you know um, next day, I guess, um, while he smokes at you, which is what they do. In uh, 1920, I uh, went to that man to exchange services for um, a meal for myself and my daughter. I left my daughter at home, and he uh, he took me into like a shed, but it was more like a sausage storeroom of some kind. He offered me some sausage, and I was so hungry, I. I ate as much as I could, but I, I got this very weird feeling about him. And I, I wanted to leave, but he, he kept... He, he demanded I stay. And he took an interest in conversation about my daughter and asking if she was young. He was very violent. And uh, he took out a knife and he started chopping sausage meat in front of me, looking at me menacingly. And I... I tried to run, and he... He beat me. He stabbed me with the knife. I knew I was going to die, and... I offered him to... Come back with my daughter to meet him, and... He, he only let me go then. That man is dangerous. He needs to be put to death. Well... Thank you so much for sharing this statement with us, uh, Frau Androsov. Uh, it will be taken very seriously as this investigation continues, and uh, trust me, he will be put away for a very, very long time. If uh, you need any more information, please do not hesitate to uh, find me at uh, the Claude Maximal. We have your details, Sadina. And with this, you leave, and a few days later, you read the news that Grossman has been put in jail again for the murder of at least three women, but counting. And you feel a bit, a little bit more able to rest at night, knowing that you probably did a little bit to contribute in him being brought to justice. Mm. Yeah, there's probably a big wave of relief that comes over her. 
And this brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you so much, everyone, Brayden, Hal, and of course, our amazing co-editor, Jason. You have all been the best. And a big, massive thank you to our listeners. You're all exceptional. Your listens, comments, and ratings are incredibly helpful. But if you want a way to support us further, please consider joining us over on patreon.com forward slash right, where you get access to episodes a week early. And don't forget, you can get 10% off on chaosium.com and funrolldice.com using code STARS10. One use per customer only. We'll be back shortly to record Beyond the Madness for our Cult Elder and Avatar tier patrons. They get access to behind-the-scenes discussion after every episode, as well as bonus episodes, exclusive Discord channels, and more. Speaking of Discord, you can find an invite link to our Discord community, as well as all of our social media links on our website at starsaride.com, and in the description of this episode. Come join us. Now, farewell, dear listeners, until the stars are right again. What's that? Our cult has inducted a new member. Welcome, Craig Spencer, and thank you for your support on Patreon. May the omens be ever in your favor. Your support means the world to us. Let's feel that love by reading out one of our latest reviews. If you'd like your own review read out on the show, go to stazerite.com forward slash reviews, where you can find links to all the platforms you can rate us on. Fullerton said, good vibes only. A real gem of a podcast with all the elements I want in an actual play. A great group of players who bring a variety of characters to life brilliantly, an accomplished keeper with a relish for the horror but also the humor of the game, and exactly the right mix of professional sounding gameplay but still keeping in every dice roll and all the goofy table talk so you feel like you're playing along with them. They have an online community too, and they all seem really fun, friendly people, with a special mention for Fedra, who binds everything together brilliantly. It's honestly a joy to listen to her infectious enthusiasm. Thank you so much, Fullerton. 